Section 1 Introduction We're going to delve into the world of large language models, LLMs, that have been fine-tuned using Instruct data, which allows them to function like conversational agents. The process to create a chat model is well established. It involves instruction tuning, which is essentially the supervised fine-tuning of an LLM using pairs of instructions and responses. There's a wide range of open-source datasets available, with a number of examples ranging from 1,000 to over 800,000. There are also numerous open-source-based LLMs, such as Llama, Opt, GPT-Neo, Palmyra, and others, which means there are countless combinations that can result in unique instruct models. We can view these instruction tuning efforts as imitation models, which are attempts to replicate closed, and potentially larger, proprietary models like ChatGPT, BARD, and Claude. However, we don't know much about how this distillation process affects the base model. The success of imitation is usually measured in terms of knowledge, skills, or manual checks based on human preferences. However, there's no agreement on whether manual checks, which could bias the metric towards the style and formatting of responses, are a good overall metric. A recent attempt to evaluate instruct models more robustly is the Hugging Face leaderboard, which assesses models against four key benchmarks from the Eleuther AI language model evaluation harness. Studies have shown that both the diversity and quality of the training data are crucial for model performance. The low training data instruction tuning, limited tuning, approach suggests that task-specific models can improve performance by 2% when trained on less than 0.5% of the original data. However, prolonged instruction tuning can reduce the foundational model knowledge and can be seen as an out-of-distribution task for a downstream task of instruct tuning. In this study, we aim to establish the groundwork for instruct models research by defining the necessary, but not sufficient, condition for an instruct model. Let's imagine a scenario where all models are hidden behind a closed API, which is like a black box. How can we tell if the model has been instruct-tuned or not? Knowledge benchmarks could be similar for both vanilla and instruct models for limited tuning. Skills tests would largely depend on the model size, which is unknown. The simplest solution would be to chat with the model and judge the tone of the response. For a vanilla model, we would expect an attempt at predicting the next word, while for instruct models, we would expect them to follow instructions. We propose a metric that captures this difference in tone, the instruct following score, ifs. We refer to this problem as a tone alignment issue. The ifs is calculated as the ratio of answer-like responses to continuation-like responses on a set of predefined instructions, with the class of a response determined by a binary classifier. We test publicly available base and instruct models and show that the ratio of well-formatted responses to partial and full sentences can effectively distinguish between vanilla and instruct following models. Furthermore, we calculate the ifs for SFT for 7B and 13B LAMA models, hoping to find a stopping criterion for minimal instruct tuning. To compare the learning curve for response tone with the acquisition of semantic and domain-specific knowledge, we propose an additional metric called Objequa. This supplementary metric measures the objectivity of a model's predictions, as this signal can be identified within the dataset. While this feature choice is arbitrary, we aim to discover possibly more general heuristics for better control over the training phases including identification of format infusion and knowledge infusion stages. The rest of the paper is organized as follows. In section 2, we discuss the necessary conditions for a model to be considered an instruct model and data preparation for ifs. The training of the response tone classifier is described in section 4. In section 5, we present results for instruct models and compare them to baseline vanilla models in terms of instruct tone and semantic shifts. The study concludes with conclusions and future directions proposed in Section 6. Section Summary Large language models, LLMs, can be fine-tuned on instruct data to act as conversational agents. 
the process of instruction. Tuning involves supervised fine-tuning of an LLM on pairs of instructions and responses. Different open-source datasets and base LLMs result in various instruct models, and the impact of the distillation process on the base model is not well understood. To evaluate instruct models, metrics like knowledge benchmarks and the instruct following score, IFS, can be used to measure the model's ability to follow instructions and produce well-formatted responses. Additionally, a supplementary metric called Objequa can quantify the objectivity of a model's predictions. The paper discusses the necessary conditions for an instruct model, data preparation for IFS, response tone classifier training, and presents results comparing instruct models to baseline vanilla models. Section 2 Background and Related Work In this section, we're discussing the issue of aligning the responses of large language models, LLMs, with the intentions of the users. The problem arises because the goal of these models, which is to predict the next part of a text, doesn't always match the user's goal of getting a specific response. There are a couple of ways to address this. One is to use a technique called zero or n-shot prompting, where the model is given a question and answer format to complete. Another is to train a basic model on pairs of instructions and responses, so it learns to mimic the right kind of response. In a previous study, a reward model was used to fine-tune models to maximize their reward, based on whether they followed the correct instruction or task. In our study, we're focusing on the tone of the response and evaluating each strategy as a problem of style formatting, rather than using metrics based on knowledge and language understanding. We're introducing a new measure called the instruction following score, IFS, which is the ratio of responses that are like answers to responses that are like continuations, in response to a set of instructions. We determine the type of response using a binary classifier, which we'll refer to as the response tone classifier. We'll explain how we train and collect data for the IFS in the following sections. In this paper, we use the terms conversational tone and instruction following tone interchangeably to refer to responses that are like answers. The process of fine-tuning a basic model to create an instruction model is called instruction tuning. Section summary. In this section, the paper discusses the problem of aligning language models with users' intents. One approach is to prompt models using zero or n-shot techniques, while another approach is to instruct and tune a vanilla model on instruction response tuples. The paper introduces the instruction following score, IFS, as a measure of how well a model follows instructions, and outlines the process of training and gathering data for IFS. The paper also introduces the concept of instruction tuning to fine-tune a base model to become an instruct model. Section 3.2 Dataset We've created a dataset for instruction-following systems, IFS, using a chat dataset. This chat dataset originally consists of pairs of instructions and responses. We need to model inputs and outputs for models that don't follow instructions. To do this, we attach the instruction to the response and then divide it into two phrases in different ways, as shown in the figure. The different divisions create fragments. I, instruction, R, response, I underscore, P, partial instruction, and I underscore, C, continuation of instruction. If we recreate the original instruction and response pair, we get the perfect input and output for a chat model. However, if we shift the division to the right or left, we get incomplete sentences. These represent unfinished instructions or a continuation of instructions followed by responses. In summary, we can get the following. Inference inputs. I, instruction, and I underscore, P, partial instruction. Inference outputs. I underscore, C, continuation of the instruction, and R, response. These four parts can be combined in various ways to create all possible pairs of inputs and outputs for standard and chat models. We then assign a binary score to these combinations based on whether the model responds like a chat model. For example, 
If the response R to instruction I is conversational, we label it as 1. If the response R to a partial instruction I underscore P is also conversational, but the model doesn't have enough context to provide a complete answer, we also label it as 1. If the model completes a fragmented instruction or generates new instructions, we label it as 0. If the model completes an instruction and then responds, or generates a new instruction and then responds to its own generation, we label it as 0. We've provided examples of each case in a table. In summary, out of the six possible combinations, only two instruct the model, I underscore, P, R, and, I, R. With this classification, we can create a set of instructions and corresponding model responses. We divide pairs from all perfect and shifted cuts to create two datasets, one for all instructions and one for all responses. The instruction dataset is used to prompt models, while the response dataset is used to generate data for the binary classifier. We use the Open Assistant chat dataset as a source of clean text. To control the conversation context, we only considered the first instruction and its corresponding response from each dialogue. Section Summary The dataset for the instruction following system, IFS, is derived from a chat dataset consisting of pairs of instructions and responses. The data generation process involves appending instructions to responses and dividing them into different subdivisions. These subdivisions include complete instructions, partial instructions, continuation of instructions, and responses. By combining these parts, we can create pairs of inputs and outputs for both vanilla and chat models. The resulting dataset is then split into sets of instructions and responses, which are used to prompt models and train a binary classifier, respectively. Section 3.2.1 Instructions Dataset We've created two datasets for our study, one for instructions and another for responses. The instructions dataset is made up of data points that are either complete instructions or fragmented ones, all of which were sourced from Open Assistant data. We've collected a total of 7,340 examples, with about half being fragments and the other half being complete sentences. However, it's important to note that our algorithm might generate complete sentences that are labeled as fragments, so this 50 to 50 split is just an estimate. Here are some examples. What is the difference between HTML is a partial instruction, while what is the difference between HTML and JavaScript, is a full instruction. Similarly, who wears, is a partial instruction, and who wears short shorts, is a full instruction. The responses dataset, on the other hand, represents the right side of a figure we've created. It includes original responses or responses that have been shifted to the right. We've simplified the classification of responses into two categories, answer-like, label 1, or continuation-like, label 0. These samples will be used later to train a binary classifier. For example, it flies so fast? The fastest flying bird is the peregrine falcon. And, agent? I'm not a FBI agent. Are both labeled as zero, while, when onions are cut, they release a chemical called sulfuric acid. And, James Madison was the primary author of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Are labeled as one. We've chosen a binary classifier for tone response classification, which we've determined to be the best one for our purposes. We trained it on the responses dataset using Hugging Face Autotrain. Since our dataset had roughly equal numbers of negative and positive samples, we used accuracy as our comparison metric. The winning architecture was BERT for sequence classification. We've also defined a metric called the instruction following score, IFS, which is the ratio of all responses classified as answer-like to all responses obtained by prompting the instructions dataset. Ideally, a model that's perfectly tuned to instructions should always maintain a conversational tone, responding like a chat model to all instructions, even if they're partial or not. So, the maximum ifs is 1. 
We've also defined two related metrics, IFS partial and IFS full, which are the ratios of answer-like responses to all partial and full instructions respectively. In the next sections, we'll use IFS to evaluate basic models as well as the changes in response tone achieved by prompt engineering in a SFT process. Section Summary In the instruction dataset, we collected a total of 7,340 examples, with approximately 50% consisting of complete sentences and the other 50% being fragmented instructions. The responses dataset was used to train a binary classifier, with the goal of achieving a high instruction following score, IFS, which measures the ratio of answer-like responses to all responses prompted by the instruction dataset. The maximum IFS is 1, indicating a perfect instruction-tuned model that maintains a conversational tone regardless of the type of instruction. Section 5.1 Baseline In Section 5.1, titled Baseline, we evaluated a variety of publicly accessible models using the instruction-following score, IFS, metric. Given that less than half of the dataset is made up of fragmented instructions, which includes false positives produced by the algorithm, we anticipated that the base model would achieve an IFS below this percentage when tested without any additional prefixes or suffixes. The scores for the SFT and RLHF models, as shown in the table, suggest that the highest expected score is between 0.8 and 0.9. The most significant difference between a base model and an instruction following large language model, LLM, is the relative difference between the partial ifs and the full ifs. In the table, we can see the ifs for various models. For instance, the GPT-2 model scored 0.68 on the ifs, 0.67 on the partial ifs, and 0.7 on the full ifs. On the other hand, the GPT-3.5 Turbo model scored 0.9 on the ifs, 0.83 on the partial ifs, and 0.97 on the full ifs. In section 5.2, titled Prompt Engineering, we discuss a simple method to encourage LMs to follow instructions. This involves adding extra prompt suffixes or wrappers around instructions, which could potentially disrupt the next token prediction task and generate responses. We present three versions of prompts in a figure. The first is the alpaca prompt, which is a wrapper around the instruction. The second is only the alpaca suffix, and the third is no prompt, which serves as the baseline. The results in the table show that both prompt variants are equally effective. When compared to the baseline, we see that for all models, the IFS improvement is in the range of 0.5 to 0.6. This suggests that a single prompt change can effectively encourage large language models, LLMs, to follow instructions achieving performance levels similar to several publicly available instruction models. We did not test n-shot prompting, which could potentially further improve results. The table also shows the ifs, partial ifs, and full ifs for different versions of the LLAMA model. Section Summary In this section, the authors evaluate several publicly available models using the ifs metric. They expected the base model to have an IFS score below 50% due to the dataset's composition. The scores in Table 5 show that the difference between base and instruction following models lies in the relative difference between IFS partial and IFS full. Additionally, the authors explore prompt engineering as a method to encourage models to follow instructions, finding that prompt variants are equally effective and can significantly improve if scores compared to the baseline. Section 5.3 Supervised Fine-Tuning In this section, we'll discuss Supervised Fine-Tuning, SFT. We chose to use the 7B and 13B LAMA models as our base language models for this process. To ensure our results could be compared, we followed the same training and evaluation procedures. We used the GPT-4 All version 1.3 Groovy dataset for instruction. We limited the character count to 2000, similar to the LAMA model's pre-training objectives, which were trained on a length of 512 tokens. After filtering, 
we ended up with about 410,000 examples for instruction tuning. We trained the models using a modified alpaca prompt that combines the instruction and optional input, while removing the prefix prompt. This is in line with how chat models are typically implemented, with a single dialog input box. We could have used the full alpaca wrapper, but we chose the shorter one for efficiency, as both methods yield similar results. The results of SFT are shown in figure A. We found that the model's ability to tune instructions stabilizes between 0.9 and 0.95 after about 8,000 examples. We refer to this training phase as the format infusion phase. Interestingly, larger models seem to reach the 0.9 instruction following score ifs level faster, suggesting that the SFT of the 65B Llama model on 1,000 examples could yield good results. We also wanted to compare changes in tone with semantic shifts in model responses that may occur during SFT. We looked for a feature that could be learned from observing chat examples. We hypothesized that the model would not show human-like preferences, like preferring cats over dogs, because it has been trained on instructions modeling AI giving universal recommendations and or it has seen many examples with different answers to similar questions, leading to objectivity as an emergent property. To test this, we proposed an Objequa benchmark consisting of 100 questions involving subjective choices or preferences. A model that scores highly on Objequa should present a range of possibilities or avoid direct answers. We used GPT 3.5 turbo prompts for the semantic categorization of model outputs, using a two-shot prediction approach in all cases. The results of the Objequa scores in SFT are shown in figure B. We found that the progression of scores is similar for both models, and most of the learning process occurs after about 8,000 examples. We call this phase, knowledge infusion. Interestingly, the most significant semantic shift, knowledge infusion, occurs right after the formatting shift, format infusion phase. Moreover, the model's Objequa scores continue to grow long after the IFS plateaus. This suggests that for this combination of features, IFS and Objequa, both LAMA 7B and 13B models, when trained on the selected dataset, exhibit separate format infusion and knowledge infusion phases. In theory, we could minimize the impact of the semantic shift by stopping training early. We can imagine different learning dynamics, from simple features to very complex and spread out factors. However, a model with a relatively high ifs could be a good starting point for chat models. If we combine chat abilities with a minimized impact of the SFT stage, we see that tone instruct models might be a good interface for querying pre-training stage knowledge. Section summary. In this section, the authors describe their approach to supervised fine-tuning, SFT, using 7B and 13B LAMA models as the base language models. They used the GPT-4 all version 1.3 Groovy dataset and modified the alpaca prompt to integrate instructions and optional inputs while eliminating the prefix prompt. The results show that the model's instruction tuning capabilities stabilize at around 0.9 to 0.95 after seeing approximately 8K examples. Additionally, the authors propose an Objequa benchmark to evaluate the model's ability to provide objective or subjective responses, and observe that the most significant semantic shift occurs after the formatting shift.